Greetings, and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and a love of reading. Our episode today is dedicated to a young man with the initials M-D-A, who loves his tablet and knock-knock jokes. Our book today is entitled A Pencil, A Story with a Point, written by Anne Ingalls and illustrated by Dean Griffiths in 2019. And the story's been adapted for this podcast by Joan Avery. This book uses personification, a favorite tool of authors for young readers to tell stories. Let me explain what personification is exactly. Personification requires imagination because the author gives a voice, human actions, and feelings to things that are not alive. You have to think, for instance, what if a pencil could talk? What would it say? Or what would a tablet say to a pencil if it could talk? We use personification when we imagine our stuffed animals talking or your dolls talking or soldier figures talking. And when we do that, we also give these things feelings. Well, we know they don't have feelings because they are objects. So we do use personification a great deal. You just haven't heard that word before. Try saying it with me. Personification. Personification. You have been using this favorite tool of well-known authors for quite some time. I am sure of it. Now let's begin the story. Pencil and Jackson were best friends. Jackson carried Pencil in his ear, so they went everywhere together. They scribbled and sketched. They played mustache, airplane, and parade. They had loads of fun until... Tablet moved in. Jackson was captivated by Tablet. Tablet asked Pencil, Can you make movies? Can you draw in color? Can you message Grammy in Ohio? Hmm? Can you? The answer for Pencil was no to all of Tablet's questions. Pencil had been number one, but now he felt like number two. One day when Jackson was playing with Tablet, he dropped Pencil on the floor. Bernie, the family's dog, picked Pencil up and nearly chewed him to bits. Pencil was covered with teeth marks and drool. And then it happened. The final disgrace. Jackson tossed Pencil into the junk drawer. It looked like Pencil would live out his life with a bundle of junk, lost and forgotten. Everything in that drawer was blunt or broken. Pencil couldn't see any point in going on. 
Inside the drawer, the ruler said, You don't measure up, pencil. The scissors snipped. Move over, pencil. Every time someone opened the drawer, Pencil pushed his way to the top, hoping that he would be chosen. Then, one day, it happened. Jasmine, Jackson's sister, opened the drawer. Jasmine said, huh, I wonder if there's a rubber band in here. Oh, hey, I could use that old pencil. Pencil was free at last. Pencil traveled everywhere on Jasmine's head, cradled in her ear in the same way he had traveled with Jackson. Once in a while, Pencil and Jasmine sat with Tablet. Pencil asked, Tablet, can't we just get along? Tablet replied, Get lost. You're not my type. The very next day, Bernie knocked the tablet on the floor. The tablet landed with a crash. A tear rolled down Jackson's cheek. No more videos. No more games. No more movies. Pencil was stumped. And he said, what can I do to make Jackson feel better? Pencil went back to the junk drawer for help. Pencil asked Sticky Notes to help. And when Pencil sketched his idea, Battery said, Jackson will really get a charge out of that. The flashlight said, I'd be delighted to help. Before long, everyone pitched in to help. Pencil and his friends began to create a fancy flip book. Jackson picked up Pencil and began to draw. Jackson and Pencil were together again. Pencil's friend, Scissors, said, You're a cut above the rest. The marker said, Our friendship is permanent. And the Pencil exclaimed, What would I do without all of you? Thanks so much for your help. We stick together, said Glue. Pencil replied, I'll be drawing on your friendship. And after all, that really is the point. The End Now, children, you may have noticed the author using words in humorous ways to suggest different meanings. When authors do this, they are making what they call puns. They cause the reader to chuckle if they understand them. For example, when Pencil was tossed into the junk drawer, Ruler said to Pencil, You don't measure up. Now, isn't that the perfect thing for a measuring tool to say? Because that is what rulers do. They measure things or find out the length of different things. But what he meant actually was that the pencil was not as good as he was when he was brand new. The pencil 
was worn down. Another example the author used was the scissors snipped at pencil, saying, move over. Scissors do snip in order to cut things. But in the story, the author used snip instead of the word said. Another example, the battery said, he'll get a charge out of that, meaning that Jackson would be pleased with Pencil's flip book idea. But isn't that exactly what batteries do? They give out charges that make energy for things like toys to work. See if you can remember the pun that the flashlight used in the story. I'll give you a sec. He said, I'd be delighted to help. And isn't that exactly what flashlights do? They light things up. Get it? So now you know two important tools that authors use. Personification and puns. Try to use these tools the next time you tell a story. Or imagine what some things would say if they could talk. Try it. Have some fun with these author's tools. Now, if I were a talking donut, I might say, see you around to end this episode. Do you get it? Remember, you can get this book at your local library too. This is Miss Jones signing off. Have a fun-filled day.